irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, LA Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty in Jersey. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on L.A. Talk Radio. And we have a great show lined up for you tonight. Um, We have the Dog in the Cask Craft Beer Pub calling in out of Rochelle Park. It's actually the Dog and Cask, not the Cask. I'm sorry, the Dog and Cask calling in from Rochelle Park, New Jersey, an awesome craft beer bar. So we're very excited for them to call in. We also finally have the Alchemist uh, out of Vermont. Vermont calling in, uh, which is responsible for the awesome beer called the uh, Heady Topper. Uh, so if you're a craft beer fan, you definitely know about that beer. And uh, we're very excited to talk to them. And also we're going to have tonight, of course, our Magnum Beer Eye segment where Cassie's going to pour uh, a bunch of different craft beers. And I'm going to taste them and see if I can guess uh, what type of beer they are. Right. So uh, we're very excited for that. But uh, before we go any further... Um, I would like to uh, just send out our condolences to the victims of the German Wings plane crash. German Wings. Uh, in the uh, French Alps. Uh, you know, the biggest tragedy for Germany since they failed to get the uh, – failed to capture the lost ark, I think. <laughs> That's just – the name of that airline, German Wings, just makes me think of wings covered in chocolate. No, yeah, like, no, I don't I know what anybody else thinks, but <laughs> it just feels that way. Like, mm, let me get some German wings, and they're like wings, like slathered in chocolate. Right, right. Just, just a very interesting name. I didn't even know that that airline German existed. Wings. Called German wings. Well, it's he used to a- work for Lufthansa. Oh, and I, oh, the guy used to. Yeah. That, oh, okay. That loser. <laughs> Well, the, the one thing that's uh, kind of uh, kind of weird now is that the I guess the prices for the German Wings airline tickets are going to be really low now because of that crash. Who would want to go on that plane? Well, I'll tell you who. A lot of the uh, Jews will want to go on the plane now because the prices are real low. So it's kind of uh... <laughs> do they do they reside over there? Like, there's, there's still some left. Oh my god, that was the worst joke ever. That was terrible. I apologize. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is. And, of course, uh, I'm drinking. And, actually, I'm drinking tonight um, because uh, the opening day for uh, Yankee baseball is Monday. And opening day for all baseball is Monday. But I'm a Yankee fan. So I'm drinking Bronx Pale Ale. Uh, excellent beer uh, brewed right in the Bronx, New York. Uh, I love this beer. It's a great alcohol percentage, 6.3%. Uh, a nice uh, pale ale, dark-tasting beer. Uh, very excellent. I definitely recommend that I'm going to show it right now on our Ustream camera if you're uh, watching at home. I'm turning it there so you can see it. Uh, excellent beer. I definitely recommend it. And Cassie, I know you can't drink, but if you were drinking... But wait, let's talk about this because there's only nine more shows until I can drink. Nine more shows until you can actually finally drink on on, uh, air. on LA Talk Radio because Amazing. since we've started this show in um, drink. December, you have not been able to drink nope. because you are pregnant. So... Um, so that's going to be a, a, mem- a commemorative show Yes, when you can finally drink. Yes. So that's going to be great. I don't but. know what I'd be drinking right now. Um, I just picked up something for the Magnum Beer Eye that I can't tell you what it, what it is. But I think that would be what I was drinking. Okay, one of the beers so when, later yeah, on that we yeah, taste Yeah, so when test. we get to that, I'll let you, know, okay. let you guys know. Because right, it's, it's no something problem. new. I've never seen it before. It looked really interesting. Cool, cool. So, um, Okay, folks. Uh, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night. <laughs> and every time hey. that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is carpet. So every time you hear that word, you drink. And an example of carpet is um, I'm going to get so drunk tonight. If I wasn't married to Cassie, I'd definitely eat a fat girl's carpet. Ew! Oh, drink. Ew. <laughs> and Cassie, what's another example? I've always wondered when I become friends with a ginger if the curtains match the carpet. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> All right, folks. It's so true. I do always wonder. <laughs> Just like how whenever I meet a new guy, I always wonder if he has a huge unit. 
<laughs> well, uh, you, just like a guy, I always wonders if the. the I, I always wondered that though, if um, if the, when a girl's hair color, uh, the color of a girl's hair matches the color of the carpet. Yes. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> like Cassie, you have the darker hair down in your crotch carpet. area, but I think you're the carpet. Uh, the carpet. Oh, drink. <laughs> Um, but you're not naturally blonde, though. You're naturally no. darker right. hair. Right. So, um, but yeah, the, the the ginger thing, I always yeah. I always well, we wondered. asked uh, <laughs> Ginger, our ginger soulless soulless ginger friend that was here. <laughs> We've asked her before, and she says yes. We've also asked other people, and they've said yes too. So right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, other people about her, not other people if they have a matching carpet. Yeah, right. oh, oh, drink. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, anyway, um, I, I guess uh, a couple days ago was April Fool's Day, which is um, a popular day for everybody because you can just type whatever you want into uh, social media uh, as a as a joke, and uh, people will uh, you know just just uh, just fooling around doing the fake thing, right? Um, and people will will tend to believe it. But uh, a lot of the beer and brewery companies out there uh, were posting fake posts out there. And Cassie, you actually printed them out, and you yeah, had I, have a, I have a I have a few. Um, actually, I'm pretty. Some of them are pretty uh, humorous. Some are funny. Well, it it kind of seems to all have started with stone back in 2002 uh when they announced that they were going to make a beer called extreme lemony lime um which sounds really disgusting <laughs> extreme lemony lime. yeah um but the but the recent one the ones that from this april fool's day um were one of them one of them isn't beer one of them is uh scotland announced that uh the i uh that Islay ran out of peat to make whiskey or scotch <laughs> so they weren't making scotch anymore pizza uh. all gone that was one of them um pizza hut announced that they were gonna make a pizza flavored beer <laughs> pizza flavored yes. beer. oh my god i can um, imagine how terrible that yeah be. well they have that pizza beer that mama mia pizza beer that's that's out of jersey and apparently it tastes like pizza but i yeah know, but pizza i mean like uh, pizza and beer go along well but actually pizza flavored yeah. beer i'm, I'm, I'm not too Especially sure about pizza that hut flavored beer Yuck. yeah Ugh. um Berkshire Brewing Company released a beer, and actually Sam Adams did this last year, the same exact beer, uh, released a beer called Helium IPA that has helium in it, and it promotes <laughs> promotes you to be able to drink more beers. Really? You well, don't get drunk as fast. Well, if there's helium in it, would your voice got really low and, and I don't stuff, know, or? I guess. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty strange. Um, right another one was uh, Bolero Snort posted a picture uh, of a, their new beer called Tea Bowling, and it's a <laughs> beer aged in or beer made with uh with uh what are those things called rocky mountain oysters oh the uh the bull bull testicles testicles. yeah (laughs) and aged in barrels um the chamonix creek said they were moving out of croydon to somewhere else oh as a joke did they say where they were moving to they said that they were moving to some other place in pennsylvania i don't remember where it was on social media i didn't write it down but it was someplace i've never heard of but that they had a picture of like them moving their their tanks uh-huh. They're like, oh, we're moving, but it was actually just a picture of them like redoing their floor from a couple years ago. Gotcha, that they gotcha. Jokingly put in uh, New Holland. They make this beer called Dragon's Blood, and they came out with Dragon's Blood minis. <laughs> They're like little airplane bottles. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then the other one that was of note, um, which is funny because John Hall, our last interview, mm-hmm. actually wrote the article that uh, New Glarus is leaving Wisconsin and moving to Rhode Island. <laughs> moving to Rhode Island. Yeah, they're just pulling all their beer off the off the shelves in Wisconsin and moving to Rhode Island because they're sick of being in Wisconsin. <laughs> and he wrote the article, so like he helped with the he helped officiate the the, 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 the whole host, prank the joke the whole prank. <laughs> so it's a fun day, April Fools, and I, I usually forget that April Fools is coming up, and I never ever plan a real good one. I mean, I just posted something stupid like, "Oh, I'm going to quit beer and I'm going to like men." I was actually going to tell everybody because I, was, I actually ended up having to be at the hospital that day. Not for anything mm-hmm. bad, just sort of like a routine thing. Mm-hmm. But I was going to tell everybody that when I was at the hospital, they found out I was actually having a girl. But they, I didn't do it because so many people knew where I was there for. So. Yeah, so it, it would have been a given. I actually had an idea uh, the night before when I was – I had a couple beers and then I had an ambient. So I was like high out of my mind. <laughs> so I had an idea that – All your best oh ideas God. come from beer and ambient. Right, correct. And like so I had this idea where I was going to wake up real early in the morning, probably like 6.30 or so. And I was going to post that I had – that uh, that this is Cassie posting on Finley's page. And, and fortunately, Finley was in a car accident last night and died. And I was going to try to pass that off. As that would have been huge so prank. 
bad. Yeah, I know. Dude, your mom would have freaked but, out. But, you know, when, when you're high on Ambien and alcohol, you don't think about the responsible things right. as far as your family finding out or anything like that. So I thought it would be pretty hilarious. But then obviously I woke up out of the haze of Ambien and alcohol and realized that's probably not a good idea. No. So so we, uh, so we so I passed on that and I just did the basic stupid thing like, oh, I'm going to quit drinking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and of course nobody believed that. Yeah, of course nobody of course believed not. that. I, I would never quit drinking. What did we do last year? Was it last year or the year before that you posted that we're now like we're now like drinking responsibly in Jersey or something. That was like that. last year. Was I think it was last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. We're changing we're the name of our show to right, right to a uh, sipping responsibly we, in the garden. In the state. garden state. Sipping responsibly in the garden state. That's, yeah. that's what we do. Well, you know, who knows? There probably is a show out there now because there's all fucking all these crazy ass podcasts popping up. Oh God, there's the God, podcasts every. Like we're not we're not like uh, Howard Stern where we're going to sit here and tell you that we invented the drinking podcast because we didn't. But I no. can tell you that. But we were um, definitely on the forefront. Of we it. were on the forefront of the drinking podcast uh, world. We started, we're not even a podcast. We're, we're not even a podcast. We, we do a live show when it gets archived, and I guess at that point it's considered a podcast. podcast. But. Um, you know, we were one of the first people, at least in New Jersey, to uh, to do a radio show about beer. Uh, and we're not just about beer. We're about – actually, we're more about just the drinking part of it, getting culture. drunk, yeah. drinking culture, having fun. That's why we have bars in the show. We just don't exclusively have breweries. Um, you know, we don't brew beer ourselves, so we're not nerds as far not as the, the beer I uh, might. industry goes. <laughs> Cassie may start brewing beer, but um, – but, um, you know, we, we, we're just we're just one of the first and they're popping up all over the place and, and whatever. We welcome the competition. We like it. So it's not even um, competition. Like a lot of them aren't even direct competition. No, definitely. Um, I, mean, especially, it's, it's, I mean, there's one that the, there's one today that popped up that's like right down the street from us. But they're they're like all about like nerdy stuff and beer is included. Mm-hmm. So they're about other things other than just beer. So like that's not really competition. Right. It's like whatever. Right. Well, the one difference is they're nerds and, and everybody knows that the listeners or watches this show that I'm definitely getting laid because my wife is pregnant. So <laughs> you know that I'm definitely Are you sure it's laid. yours? I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus. If he comes out, <laughs> if he comes out like black or Asian, we're going to have a Mexican. problem. Mexican. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're coming I, out Asian. We're going to have a problem. I wonder why you take so long at the supermarket. <laughs> You're like fucking giving it up to fucking Mexicans in the produce aisle. <laughs> the word of the produce aisle. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're in there. They're all horny. You're like, uh, oh, what size banana do you have? Let me see that fucking cucumber in my crotch. Oh, check out my carpet. Oh, drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah, that, that, kid, yeah. that kid kicks a lot. He kicks a lot. No Mexicans like soccer. <laughs> So do Asians, though. They're ninjas. Asians like soccer? I Asians they like are ninjas. And pro wrestling. Asians oh. are ninjas. Oh, yeah, that's they true. They kick a lot. They do karate. So, um, karate. Pops, Pops, uh, to, uh, Pops has been listening to a lot of other shows on LA Talk Radio lately. Uh, he's a big fan of the station that we're on, and uh, on his free time, besides sniffing bath salts and, and banging midgets, he likes to uh, call other shows, and he's a big fan of this one show, um, Dr. Michelle. She's like a psychiatrist who gives dating advice. Um, so he decided that he thinks she's, she's a decently high. look. She's a decent looking older woman too. Like so, he called over there to kind of like put know. the moves on her. Um, unfortunately, he found out that she was married and stuff, so it didn't really work out for him too well. But uh, I think we have the call. Um, I think Cassie's going to yeah, play I the call it. right now. At docmichelle at AOL.com, so I could share your question on the couch. I think we have a caller on the line. Um, let's check it out. Okay, you're on the air with Dr. Michelle. Hi, who's this? Yes, hello, Dr. Michelle. Hey, who's this? This is Pops, calling all the way from uh, New Jersey. What's up? I'm very excited to talk to you. I've been listening to you for a long time, and uh, I just really have one question for you. Uh oh, I'm scared. Go ahead. <laughs> no, don't, don't be scared. Uh, are you single? Uh, I I am not single, but uh, I'm 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 married. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that because I really always want to tap your honky ass. Oh, thank you so much. I just tap my honky ass. You know, like that call in. So you know the beauty of internet radio. Beauty of. All right. Oh my god! <laughs> I love how she repeats it and starts laughing. She's like my honky ass. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, pops is really into that honky ass. <laughs> It seems like the. It seems like I, I don't know pops. when when this happened, but I guess the word honky is now like a forbidden word on internet radio because the last two times that pops has called radio shows, it's been the word honky that's gotten him. Uh, I think off. it's so funny though. Oh my god! 
He's so funny. But if uh, am I wrong about the word honky? Is he that like a forbidden dude? That show's word? on at like eleven o'clock Pacific, which means it's on like two. What was he doing at two o'clock? He freaking calls into the show. Oh, I don't know. Well, Pop says nothing all day. Well, he, he has just, no job. Well, I know that. Well, yeah, he has no job. No, uh, no racial joke. Uh, you know, uh, supposed to be. No, he really there, has but, no job. He's a he puppet. Did, he what do puppets do yeah, for work? Uh, well, you know, the, he, he was a muppet for a little while. I know. For I know, job. at one point, I know at one point he was uh, in that Broadway show Avenue Q for a little bit of time. Yes, he was. He's actually a pretty good dancer. Yeah, he's, so, he's a very good dancer. You know. He's very talented at he the running fancy, man. He has a nice mustache. But usually too. he just hits home all day and uh, sn- uh, sniffs bath salts and magic right. midgets. So, so was he, he like in between like the, doing the lines of bath salts and called Dr. Michelle? Yes, he uh, he called Dr. Michelle to uh, to actually uh, uh, hit on her, to ask her out on a date. And unfortunately, Dr. Michelle was married. Yeah, he still wants to tap her honky ass. Though. Yes, yes. But um, <laughs> I can't believe you repeat, she repeated it. Oh, my God. Tap her honky so funny. Ass. <laughs> So funny. All right, folks, as we're uh, as we're waiting. Oh, wait, you know what we can talk about? What's that? So I found this article today about um, all these crazy since we're talking about opening day and everything, Mm -hmm. all these crazy foods you can now get at baseball stadiums. Awesome. And Yankees have none because if anyone knows the New York Yankees, Yankee Stadium, unfortunately, man. Yankee Stadium is like the pie face stadium of the world. Uh, like all to buy a beer is the price there. of a haircut. No, they're not going to have any junk food there. $30 like, hot dog. So, I mean, Yankee Stadium is just a, like a pie face haven, yes. unfortunately. Actually, City Field has something and it's like s'mores, s'mores covered bacon or some shit. On a stick. That sounds awesome. And I was like, we might need to go there. I mean, we don't like the Mets, but we might need to go there. Um, But the thing that really caught my eye was the Minnesota Twins are now serving beer milkshakes. Beer milkshakes. They have three different kinds. There's a blue moon, bleh, bleh moon, uh, (laughs) creamsicle shake, Mm -hmm. which is probably really good because they mix the orange and the vanilla and the blue moon together. Mm -hmm. They have a key lime milkshake, which I don't know what they use possibly corona i'm thinking because of the lime because of the lime i would guess a corona think, or one of those uh springtime summer beers and then they have the only craft beer one which is um yards chocolate love stout chocolate shake that sounds good and i was like that i want that really good i want to go to the twins stadium i don't know what it's called um it's something obviously corporate corporate like but i want to go to the twin stadium and drink a freaking beer milkshake no, those sound awesome. Those sound really good. Um, no, does it get hot enough in Minnesota to want to drink a milkshake? Well, I think. Well, um, I think in the summertime it does. Okay, um, definitely. But a booze milkshake, I don't think. It, I mean, it could be twenty degrees out, and I'd want a booze milkshake. That's true. I mean, I'd find a reason to have a booze milkshake. I make booze milkshakes. <laughs> yes, you do. Not with yes, beer, though. Unfortunately, but no, they, with- they all looked at really good. And there was this like cone thing. From like the Astros, which had like a it was like a waffle cone with fucking chicken in it and cheese and shit. I was like, I fucking <laughs> want that. Like, of course I'm pregnant, so of course I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, <laughs> there was another Texas one. It was the Texas Rangers. They had like chicken chicken fried corn on the cob on a oh stick. My god, that sounds awesome. And I'm just like, dude, I think I need all this shit like in my life. <laughs> Seriously, like just pile on the crap. No, and it's probably reasonably priced at these other ballparks. Oh yeah, because it's not Yankee for, Stadium, right? You probably get that for six, seven dollars. Where Yankee hey, Stadium, love, like cheese fries, Yankees, are twenty five bucks. I love the Yankees, but I don't enjoy spending like one hundred and fifty dollars every time I fucking no, go to a game. No, not at all, not at all. Like if you want to like pound beers, I, I would. They suggest trick you if, too. You guys watch they out. They do because what they do is if you order a beer at Yankee Stadium, um, they will automatically give you a souvenir plastic cup. Which is double the price of a regular beer. And um, it's the same size. It's the same size, but it's a souvenir plastic cup, which are shitty plastic. Like uh, We have like four of them. If in you our- farted on them hard enough, they break. <laughs> I mean, they're like a shitty souvenir cup. So you actually have to say, I just want a regular cup. And if you get a regular cup, your beer is still a price of a haircut, but you're not paying like $25 for one beer. Right. Uh, so it's just I ridiculous. The, I think the the souvenir cup is like 13 bucks. The regular cup is eight. Yeah, right. And it's just a regular so plastic cup. It's a couple cup. dollars cheaper. If you're a Yankee fan out there, and I know a lot of you, uh, a lot of our listeners are out in the California area. Or, so, or Philly. 
or our Philly area. But if you're a Yankee fan, you go to Yankee games. Stan Sports Bar, who was a guest on our show about a year ago, you want to go there and uh, pregame pretty hard, get the really or tanked, after game <laughs> or after game, maybe in the fifth, sixth inning if the Yankees are losing, get pretty tanked there. Go inside and maybe have one, maybe two beers, depending on how much money you have, and then leave in the middle and just go uh, finish getting uh, tanked at a stands. That's the way to do yeah. it. That's the way. They're awesome the way people there. Stands rocks. No beer on tap, but they have uh, all the cans and they bottles that you need. Yeah, Bronx Pale Ale, which is one of the that's where we first had. That's that where we first had it. Was that right? That, that's where we discovered they have, beer. They but. have craft beer now. They're they're expanding. They don't mm-hmm. have any, and there's no seats, so you can't sit. That's okay know. though. Stand, um, that's standing how they do room it in, only. Uh, that's how you do it in fucking Europe. You should be standing when you're drinking because you're so. cutting your body in half when you sit down, dude. <laughs> I didn't want to stand drinking last year at opening day. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, well, I you, couldn't stand. You couldn't stand by the end of the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just paint the picture. So stands is on our show. The next Monday is opening day, and we're like, oh, oh, you guys are open at nine thirty for opening day, and we decide to finagle our way to opening day. No tickets. We're just like, oh, we'll just go to stands and drink. <laughs> well, we get there. They know we're coming. We get there. They're like giving us shots, shots, shots. <laughs> they have no because we're drinking dirty in Jersey, so obviously we have to drink a ton. But here, here's the other thing: they have no fucking food at stands. No, so we're just drinking and drinking and drinking on empty stomachs. <laughs> yeah. So by the time we left there, yeah, we were uh, yeah, we and were like, fucking t- we were like Nick Nolte at two thirty in the morning. Now we were responsible. We took the bus into New York, took the subway. Okay, so. For the first time in my entire life, Finley had to t- carry me out of a bar because that never <laughs> happens. It's usually me carrying him. He carries me out. We're walking down the street. He's holding me up because I can't walk. Get to the subway. I'm surprised I didn't get like arrested for like being drunk in public. Get to the subway. Get on the subway, whatever. Get on the bus. I get on the bus and I'm like, I'm going to vomit everywhere. Some lady in front of me hands me a plastic bag. <laughs> to like, vomit in. To vomit in yes. on the bus. And then we get off the bus. I didn't puke. And then we get off the bus. We pad, both passed out. Get off the bus, and we're like, "We need Buffalo Wild Wings," and we just ate our weight in fries. To oh sober yeah, up. fries and wings, and just pigged out. But we didn't even see. We didn't even go for the game. We went to drink at Sands. We That's went what to we drink did. at Sands. Well, yeah. I mean, we're drinking all day. Jersey, so yeah, of course. That's what we went. So can't go this year, unfortunately, because uh, Mrs. Cassie is uh, prego. Well, so not even, and not even the fact that we can't drink. It's well, he can drink, I can't. The fact is that I'm so uncomfortable that being in an area with a lot of people, I'll be punching people in the face. <laughs> true, and, true, and complaining the whole time. So we'll be back next year, but. <laughs> um, Okay, folks, uh, we're waiting for a guest to call in, but at this point, I'd like to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to a man who used to drink a case of beer before every one of his wrestling matches just to warm up. This is the man, the legend, the greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Cheers, Andre. Cheers, Andre. Cheers, your fake drink over there. He's the man. I actually posted a uh, article today on uh, drinking dirty yeah, there's, Facebook. There's actually a lot of press around him lately. I don't know what's going on. Like people are there has been people have been talking about him a lot. Yeah, I mean, like seriously. I mean, he's the man. He, he was a Did legend. We start this trend. I don't know. I, I'd like to say yes, but that'd be a little, a little egotistical. But um, it feels like all of a sudden it's just as like we made him our like mascot and like out of nowhere. <laughs> now everyone's talking about him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he, he was a legend, but not only in the wrestling world where obviously he's a huge legend, but he was also um, he was also in a lot of movies. Obviously, The Princess Bride right. which was a just a classic, classic movie. Hello, uh, lady. Right. I mean, if you grew up in the 80s and uh, 90s, I mean, if you don't you don't love that movie, there's something wrong with you. Plus, apparently, um, he was like a really nice guy when he was really drinking. Friendly guy, yeah, re- nice, very friendly. Um, Isn't everybody only nice when they're drinking? Really, that's true. I'm when I'm not drinking, I'm a total fucking prick. When I'm not so. drinking, if if I am drinking, I'm. Well, I don't know. You haven't drank since. Uh, oh my god! Fucking, I, know. I don't know. What, October. Halloween? October. Jesus Christ! Um, no, since New Orleans, actually. <laughs> actually, no, since Big Brew, Big Brew in October, but um. If I'm not if I'm not drinking, if I'm like so if I'm sober, I'm okay. I'm better when I'm drinking. But if you catch me the day after I was drinking, forget it. You don't want to fuck. No, oh, you're me. like one of those bad hangover chicks. You um. know, <laughs> especially if I drink certain things like beer, I'm okay. But if I drink like gin the next day, I'm like a total asshole. Like you don't even want. To, don't come near me if I'm drinking gin the night before. Like if you're out with me and I'm drinking the night before, 
that I'm drinking gin, don't talk to me the next day because I'm mean. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think I have like a reaction or something to it. I actually found out that uh, that I was reading more. I read about Andre the Giant whenever I can, and I actually read that he was in Conan the Destroyer. Really? Yeah. Like in one scene, he like his big demon comes out of this like and that was him castle, and that was Andre <laughs> awesome. in a suit. And like him and Wilt Chamberlain had like a, like an on set contest about who could lift uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger the, the highest. Really? And they would like lift them up and see. Oh who my could god, lift them the it's highest. so funny. Were they giving him wedgies? Because that would have been great. These <laughs> are both big motherfuckers. And apparently, like, how big is Wilt Chamberlain? Wilt Chamberlain's freaking huge. He's like seven foot something. Really? I believe. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, know I that. could be wrong, but. Uh, if anybody knows any different, call in and tell them. But I think Will Chamberlain's like seven foot on a seven. Well, Andre's feet. not that tall. He is. What is he, Andre? I thought he was only. Oh, well, Andre's like seven foot tall or something like that. I didn't think I he was seven foot. This. But uh, yeah, no. But the the biggest part about him, obviously, is his width. He was like five hundred yeah, fifty girth. pounds or something like that. Let's look up Andre stats. <laughs> But no, he nothing was just, else to do. He was just huge. I saw actually saw younger pictures of Andre, and he was he wasn't always like a big fat man. He was like uh, really thin at one point. He was just a big guy, um, and then I guess later in his career he started to get fat, um, gaining the weight, and I guess that's all the beer he was drinking. Well, yeah, and wine, and he eat, he ate a lot. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I guess you have to eat a lot when you're that big. But if you're drinking, uh, 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 what he was is born it? the same year as my dad, a hundred beers a day. Um, then wow, obviously you're gonna you're gonna gain some weight. He was born the same year as my dad. That's really weird. 1956. 46. 46. And is Piper was almost born on his birthday. Really? (laughs) Our daughter, sorry. I usually don't talk about her, but their birthday is only two days apart. Um, Okay, so he was... Seven foot four inches tall. I knew it. I knew and it. And five hundred and twenty pounds. Five, seven foot four, five hundred and twenty pounds. Imagine the shits that guy must have taken. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> they have. They had all sorts of. He had all sorts of ring names for himself in the ring, like all different ones. He was uh, Andre Rusinov, which is his real name. That's his real name. Yeah, Andre the Giant, uh, Giant Ferre, which I'm guessing is Italian or French. French, I would guess. Um, Jean Ferre. Mm-hmm. Giant Machine, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> Monster Eiffel Tower and Monster Rusinov. I wonder if he uh, if he got laid a lot, Andre. Or was he like how could you? Uh, obviously, you have to be on top. Well, yeah, because he was how, on top of the girl. God, he crushed them. But he probably ate a lot of carpet. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> But yeah, you, you have to be. If Andre, now let me ask you a question. Uh, if I wasn't in the picture. Uh, no. And Andre approached you. You no. did not do him. No. What if he had a monster? I'd want to see his wiener, though. Would you say to him, listen, I'm not going to do you, but can I see your wiener? Yes. <laughs> and what if it was really monstrous and attractive and throbbing? You wouldn't want to just grab <laughs> stick it in your mouth and nope. just go to town? No. no. <laughs> God. Really? If it was that big, you wouldn't want to just play Babe, with it? Babe, <laughs> what you don't understand is this, okay? The bigness thing, like, it... It's like a double-edged sword. Ah, sword. <laughs> because it's like, it's, sometimes it's too big. But what, doesn't that give you pleasure? No, like, not it, when like, it's too big like that. When it's too big. Yeah, it hurts and sucks. And then you can't walk for the next day. <laughs> so I, I guess you've experienced the large cock, if you're actually telling me what you can't do. One time. time. One time. We've and, done it more than once. So I guess I'm not in the large cat co- not, cock category. Not, not Andre the Giant size, no. But you don't know how big Andre's cock is. So who was the large cock? I'm not going to. I'm not mentioning names on the radio. No, why not? Uh, na- no, make uh, make up a fake name. Um, God, it was like my first time too. I'm it was not your first about this. time. You know who I'm talking about? Oh my God! So he had a large. Your first time was the largest cock you ever had. Yeah, but then there was another one, but I didn't do him because it was too scary. The cock was so big it was scary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then apparently there was this other guy that I was dating, but I never did I never did any of that stuff with him. Like we really didn't go that far because we weren't dating that long. But apparently he was really big too. So thank God. I feel so inadequate right now. <laughs> that I'm not on the list of big cocks. There's something in the water in Rockaway. I'll just say that. Yeah, that yeah. There's obviously not something in the water where I grew up. I'm not saying you don't have I guess I have why are we talking about this? I guess I have an Asian wiener. No, you or something don't. Like you that. don't have an Asian wiener. <laughs> oh my god. It's 
it's good. It's just not scary huge, which is a good thing. Well, it's good in what way? Is it like it's not that long, right? <laughs> is it, or oh is my it God, like, I cannot believe we're talking about this. I'm getting it, like it, well, no, seriously, like um, if you ever pass away, if there's females out there listening, I want them to know what they can Are expect. you serious? You're going to leave? You're going to like go just bang some chick after I'm dead? Thanks. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just whack off to she males yes. for the rest of my life? Yes. I mean, like, come on, let's prep them up. I mean, like, what what is my cock good for? Is it is it withy? Can I get friction on a, yes. a mayonnaise jar? Yes. Okay. All right. So good. There we go. I can get friction on a mayonnaise jar. Big cock. So there you go, women. Cack. Cack. Right. It goes good in your carpet. Oh, oh drink. drink. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Where's our caller? <laughs> no, where's our guest? God, please call He's in. calling. He texted me. <laughs> well, why don't we do this? Why don't we, uh, while we're waiting for a caller, why don't we start on the, uh, on the beer? Okay. Um, so I'm going to, what I'm going to, now what we're going to do is it's, it's a Magnum beer eye. Cassie's going to pour some beers. Um, he's going to, she's going to pour certain beers into a glass. I'm going to sip them and try to guess. Up, up, up. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. You're on uh, drinking dirty in Jersey. Hey, this is John. Yes, John. How you doing, buddy? And uh, yeah, you're the you're from the Alchemist, right? That is correct. All right, awesome, man. We're so excited that you finally called in. Uh, we're very excited to talk to you. Uh, we just have a couple questions for you now. Um, you guys are uh, now a brewery, but originally you were the Alchemist Pub and Brewery, a pub in downtown Waterbury. Um, tell us a little bit about the journey of how you ended up brewing beer. Oh. <laughs> That's a long story, man. I don't know if you got time for that. We got time. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I started break, making beer back when I was in college um, and uh, in the early 90s. And like everybody else, I got started homebrewing mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh-huh. fell in love with it, you know? So when I was, <laughs> when I was, uh, when I was doing that, that was, you know, I mean, that was the very early days. Craft beer was really kind of just getting going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was a, I was a business major at Penn State, and I I decided that beer was going to be what I did. And uh, gotcha. And so I I moved to Vermont. I got my first job um, at the Seven Barrel Brewery, actually, and I was a waiter. And I would go in on my days off, and I'd work for free for. Uh, for the uh, the owner, and mm. I I would I was basically the assistant brewer, you know, for the head brewer, and and I was the unpaid, I, know, I guess I was an unpaid intern, and uh, so that job led into the next job, which was head brewer at the Vermont Southern Brewery, and that was in the mid nineties, and that's where Jen and I met, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean once we met, uh, we we just kind of. Everything kind of started to fall into place for us because I wanted to make beer and she was in the restaurant business and, and wanted to continue that, you know. And so we both realized that, uh, we were a good match. We were gonna, we we're gonna open a brew pub. And I mean, geez, that was 97 when we got married and we didn't open the, the Alchemist until 2003. So. Gotcha. For six years. We worked our asses off and worked crappy job after crappy job and <laughs> saved every penny that we ever could and wrote a business plan. And if I ever found equipment to buy, I, you know, we'd pick up used equipment here and there and, uh, and we went for it, you know, and that was gotcha. November, November 2003 is when we opened our doors at the pub. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, now you you went to Penn State. You were never caught in the bathroom with uh, Jerry Sandusky or anything like that, right? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, I'd assume no there. Um, now, um, now you, you guys brew one beer. It's an amazing beer uh, called Eddie Topper, a double IPA. Um, it's so elusive and wanted in the beer world. Now, um, tell us a little bit about this beer and why it's wanted by the craft beer lovers everywhere. Um, you know, that's a, that's another tough question. It's, uh, it's, you know, when we had that pub, um, you know, we did it for over eight and a half years and gosh, I was making, you know, you name it, everything under the sun. And, 
I would have between eight and 12 beers on tap every day. Mm. And so over those eight years, I mean, we were running through things like crazy. And IPAs have always been a passion of mine since I first started making beer. And so, of course, my, you know, the, the beers I offered were definitely uh, hop-dominated, by no means exclusively hoppy beers, but, but that's my favorite to brew and drink. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I, I started making uh, Heady Copper pretty soon after we opened, the first time I brewed it, and, I mean, almost immediately, people were attracted to that beer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I had people that were, said they weren't, even beer drinkers, but that was the beer that they gravitated toward. So, you know, I knew, we knew we were on to something and we were just doing our thing, you know, but gotcha. But then word spread and people really started getting into it. And, you know, that's kind of when, you know, uh, you know, beer advocate, rate beer, stuff like that kind of came into existence. And, mm. and so all of a sudden it really started, uh, getting legs you know so we we were working our brains out and and we kind of had reached that point where we were as busy as we could be and so we started thinking what's going to be the next thing that we do you know i mean this isn't we don't want to be doing this we don't want to be washing dishes and puffing tables when we're 75 you know so Mm -hmm. So we decided to go for it, and we had never even done growlers at the pub, so we wanted to put, we wanted to package a beer, and it just made sense that Haiti Topper was that beer because, you know, for one thing, people were crazy for it, but we were too. I mean, we really enjoyed drinking it, and uh, we recognized that it was catching on with people, mm-hmm. and at that time, there there really was no such thing as a great hoppy beer available mm-hmm. commercially, at least around us. You know, I mean, it was really hard to find. You'd find good stuff at pubs here and there, but right. a packaged beer was, a packaged great IPA was, was few and far between. And, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what we decided to go for. And, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it, it was kind of whatever you want to call it, but the, when the pub got wiped out, it was two days later that we canned our first run of heavy topper so nice you know, i mean it, it, it really saved our assets because we had lost everything in that flood and so here it was we had a business that, that could support us through that tough time and mm. and so we you know i mean it's kind of by default that we end up making really just one beer primarily and so it was just this new chapter in our lives and here we were we went from this crazy hectic pub to a crazy hectic production brewery and you know why bother branching out when we we can't even keep up with one label you know so whereas a lot of other breweries deal and have so much to deal with with carrying eight ten different labels in there mm-hmm. you know all the all the complications involved we had the luxury of being able to focus on one beer and uh, that's gotcha. what we do, you know. So we're getting into making some other stuff, and we've started making some things that we're going to be making at a new place in Stowe. But uh, uh, still, you know, at this brewery, it's only ever going to be Heady Topper that we make there, really. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I mean, like, I, I can appreciate that. I mean, I once developed a uh, Beach Santa Cologne, uh, but Calvin Klein actually stole it from me. So, but but I was very proud of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now. <laughs> Now, um, now I, I know you were kind of getting into it a little bit, but do you guys uh, plan on uh, brewing uh, any more beers in the future? Or are you just going to stick to the heady topper? I mean, we've been we've been messing around for the last two years with stuff. You know, when we still had our retail room at the at the cannery, we had just installed a growler filler, this beautiful German made growler filler, mm-hmm. and that and that's exactly what we were going to do. We were going to just start playing around again and, and releasing stuff in growlers, but right at that time, I mean, it, everything was getting crazy, and we were, we were just getting too busy, and our property couldn't handle that kind of traffic flow, so we had to shut down the retail. 
Gotcha. So right then, you know, here we were, we were in the middle of making these beers, and we had to figure out a way to get, get them out there. So that's when we started doing the truck sales. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been doing those for every year. And, you know, it was kind of like every six weeks or so, we would put together a, a sale in the parking lot in Waterbury, and we would, we would can the specialty beers and hand label them and sell them out of the back of a truck, basically, <laughs> literally. And, uh, and so that is, you know, I mean, that's where we were for like the last year and a half. Uh-huh. While, while we were just planning our next step. And, you know, so in that time, that's where we kind of, we kind of, zeroed in on what beers were going to be the next beers that we actually packaged with with labels and, and official you know official printed cans that we could sell right. at retail outlets you know and that's that's what we've been doing we've been developing the recipe for focal banger for the last you know i mean geez i started nice brewing beer back in 2007 probably mm-hmm. but uh we were just getting after it for the last year and, and dialing in the recipe. And so this last sale that we did just a couple of weeks ago was the debut of the, the new can, you know, so the second label. So we finally have printed cans to do a second label. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, um, now are there like, uh, are there some places, where are some places that we can find your beer? I mean, are they available at a local liquor stores? Are they available at local bars? Uh, I mean, you guys won't find it in Jersey. Yeah, we, but up we won't here, get it. <laughs> up, up here in Vermont, I mean, we only distribute in a 20-mile radius. And okay. so really, if you want it, you you got to come up to Vermont to get it if you want to be guaranteed that it's fresh and well cared for and everything else. And uh, But, you know, I mean, we, we have a lot of accounts. I mean, we probably have a 150 restaurant accounts bars and restaurants and then another 50 to 100 uh retail shops so so we get it out there it's out you know it just doesn't go very far because you know i mean we're a small brewery in a small state and it gets gobbled up pretty quick right right now i know it's real cold up in vermont do uh most of the liquor stores up there have carpet oh (laughs) drink (laughs) Don't mind us. That's our drinking word today. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> now it uh, is cold up here in Vermont. We love it up here in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, kind of, just drink a lot of beer to stay warm. Up. That's all. Uh, well, we were just down in Florida two weeks ago, and let me tell you, I, I I'll take the cold if it if it keeps yeah, if it keeps the crowds away. I'll take the cold. <laughs> now, last question for you, buddy. Then I'll let you go. Uh, do you guys have any uh, special events coming up uh, that you'd like to promote? Gosh, you know, I mean that this one that we just had two weeks ago was was hopefully hopefully the last one that we're going to have for a while. Um, you know, th- there's so much work and, and, it, and it really gets hectic at pulling hundreds of people into an event. You know, so so we're kind of looking forward to a summer without that. But uh, I think the next really cool thing that's happening for us is. Uh, I mean, for one thing, we're going to break ground on our new uh, brewery probably. Awesome. The first week, of, first week of May. So you know that's been a long, long arduous task just trying to get our permits and everything for that. But but Ken and I are going out to California at the end of May. We got invited to go to the uh, Firestone Walker event that they put on out awesome. there. So yeah, we're pumped about that. We get a get a week in sunny California. That's gonna be nice. Awesome, awesome. Well, well, man, I really appreciate you calling in. I'm glad we finally got to talk to you. We're huge fans of Hetty Topper. Yeah, we need to get up to uh, Vermont. <laughs> yeah, we, we just we just love your beer, so we're, we're very excited to talk to you, man, and uh, really appreciate taking the time to call in. And we encourage all our oh, listeners uh, to uh, to get out and uh, go up to Vermont and uh, and definitely try your beer. If it's any consolation, the reason I missed the call in last time is because I was sitting at a bar drinking beer, so... It's all good. I don't blame you for that, man. I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> in Florida, too. First thing you want to do when you're in Florida, that's for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you for calling in, man. I, we, we definitely appreciate it. My pleasure. Take it easy, guys. All Thanks, right, man. Mendez out. <laughs> Bye. 
All right, folks. That was uh, the Alchemist. That was John. John from the Alchemist. And if you John haven't Kimmich. had Hetty Topper, even if you're not a big fan of uh, IPAs, definitely try that beer. That is just an amazing beer. Yeah, just an amazing. We beer. need to get to Vermont. Definitely, definitely. Vermont has a lot of great breweries. Mm-hmm. And just, they just happen to be, and they don't have a brewery right now. Looks well, like they're, they're breaking ground. They're breaking on ground one, on one. So. Uh, they actually, awesome. there's a weird law up in Vermont that doesn't allow you to have. I don't know what it is. It's some weird ass law. You have to have a certain license or a certain statute or something. Well, New Jersey has some crazy laws too. But this is like weird, mm-hmm. and that's why they don't have one. That's why they don't have. That's they actually do have a brew house, mm-hmm. but they can't serve. They need this special wow. statute in order to serve at the brewery or sell at the brewery or gotcha. something. Was he driving through traffic? When I don't he was know. Burr, burr. Oh, they kept being horns. <laughs> I don't know. It's Vermont. You never know. <laughs> right, right. You right. never know what's going on there. But great beer, definitely. And we're so we're so happy to talk to him finally. Um, oh, he's a great guy. Great guy. Um, all right, folks. He's one of those um, pioneers too. Yeah, he is. He's one of those first guys, kind of like Climax Brewing. Um, he was kind of like one of the first people to really get into the craft beer micro brew uh, business. Um, I love people that like. I'll just say this really quick because I know we're moving on to uh, Magnum Beer Eye, but I love pops. people. I, oh, pops. I know he's been waiting too. Um, I know people that um, I love people that have that passion to like do something that isn't popular. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, get a homebrew kit and start homebrewing beer back in like 1992 when right. no one was doing that. No one was doing it except for Pete's Wicked Ale. <laughs> God, that strawberry. What was it called? Strawberry Hill Blonde. Strawberry or some Hill shit? Blonde or some shit. Gross. Anyway, uh, all right, folks. Um, I'm now grab these uh, beers before Pops comes in. Now, um, Pops is going to come in right now. If you don't know, if you haven't listened to the show before, Pops is a member of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. He's a black poppet. He's very angry. He doesn't like anybody. Uh, he's going to come on and every show. He comes on and he gives a little he's opinion a black on, puppet. on what he thinks. And uh, before he comes on, I just want to express that Pops doesn't reflect the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Um, he's just on his own as far as that's concerned. So, and in order for Pops to come on, I actually have to leave the mic. Um, and I have to go in the waiting room and Pops is just going to take over the mic for a little bit and I'll come back once Pops is done. So, um, I'm going to leave the mic right now and Pops is going to come on. Um, so, uh, I'll be back. Yo! Yo, Pops. Yo, motherfuckers! Yo! What up, crackers? Listening to home and you cracker that's sitting here next to me. What up? What's going on? Holy mackerel. So, uh, Pops very excited. Okay. Pops heard that. Kim and Kanye West are breaking up. What? Really? Yes. Pop's very excited. This is Pop's chance to dive into that fat ass and eat me some of that Arminian carpet. Oh, drink. Pop's very excited. So Pop's want to impress Kim Kardashian by becoming a stand-up comedian. Okay. Yes, Pop's Def Jam. And I'm going to try out some of my jokes that right might, here. That might be able to work, Pops. You're pretty funny. Yes, yeah, yes. And I wrote, I've written some gun, I've written some jokes, and I'm gonna try them out right here. So you tell me if they're funny or not. So the first joke is about those Asians. Yeah, that's right, those Asians, those Asian <laughs> jokes. Anyway, those Asians. Right. What do you call two Asians driving down the road in an orange car? What? The Gooks of Hazard. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's funny, right? I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. Now here's another joke. What did the little Mexican boy get for Christmas? What? My bike. Get it? <laughs> he got my bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, here's another one. What would Martin Luther King be if he was white? What? Alive. <laughs> Get it? He'd be alive. That motherfucker wouldn't have been shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no, no, no. Pops may go too far with this one. Pops got another one. Oh, no. Which part of the Bible won't... <laughs> Which part of the Bible won't you find a black man? Where? The Book of Job. Uh. Get it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. My pops is almost done. Pops is almost done. Now, uh, why weren't there any blacks on the Flintstones? Why? Because there was no monkeys. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right. Pops going too far. All right. I got, I got maybe one more. Why do blacks wear white gloves? Why? So they don't bite their fingers off while they eat a Tootsie Rolls. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, that's enough. They're positive black, so that's okay. But anyway, uh, what do you call a Mexican 
with a vasectomy. What? A dry Martinez. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. All right, see, boss, is hilarious. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, call Pops. My number is 619-630-6681. Once again, that's 619-630-6681. That's right. Call me up. Let's talk about some brown carpet. Yo! Oh, Mendez out! Oh, boy. Okay, I'm back. Was Pops bad? We really need that, like, Price is Right horn back. <laughs> oh, did he tell some bad oh, jokes? Oh, my God. He says he wants to be a stand-up comedian so he can get oh, up with no. Kim Kardashian. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really bad. He told some bad jokes. Some bombs. All right, let's get into the Magnum B-Rod. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to have a chance to do it on the air. We might have to do it on Ustream exclusively because it's about that time. Okay, it's about the time to wrap up. So, Cassie, yeah. why don't you tell us what's going on on our next All show? All right, so our next show is... Uh, oh, shit. I don't know. Oh, great. So, as, as you're prepared... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hold on a second. I can look it up really quick. <laughs> well, we will be talk live about, again next pops. Friday. Um, and we have an excellent show lined up with some awesome guests. Yes, we do. Yes. And um, um, those awesome guests will be. Hold on. Hold da-na, on. Da-na. Yeah, I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hold on a second. This sucks. We hell? are going to have. Um, Looks like we're going to have uh, Gary Busey, who's going to be live with us. Not Gary next Busey. Week. It's not Gary Busey. Uh, and Joe Pispico. No. Who's going to be live with us next week. Sorry. Sorry, I'm, well, uh, I'm ill prepared right Tom now. Tom Selleck's mustache will also be calling in. No. Those, <laughs> these are all wrong. All these are wrong. I'm just, you know what it is? It's like I have dates in my head, people, and I don't remember. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Um, oh, Pinelands Brewing Company. Nice. We met them at the Big Brew Fest. I'm very excited to talk to them. An awesome brewery. All right. And then also Spiked Seltzer, I believe. Oh, another person that we met at the Big Brew though Fest. They, might they be, make like a Zima-type beer. Though they might very be good. Um, the 17th. Okay. But definitely Pinelands. Okay, so uh, we have a great show lined up for you next week. We'll be back <laughs> as usual. I'm sorry, guys. I know. It's... <laughs> Can we blame the pregnancy? Let's blame the pregnancy. Prego brain. Um, so anyway, folks. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I can actually tell you for real. Okay. Um, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Shh. Hey, hey, hey. April 10th. Yes, it is Spike Seltzer. So it's Pinelands Brewing and Spike Seltzer next week. All right. Next week. Thank Live you, Prego brain, for Shh. delaying that process. But Boo. anyway, folks, thank you very much for listening in. If you're watching on Ustream, you can keep watching us to do our Magnum BRI test. Um, anyway, thank you very much, and folks, we'll, we'll see you next week, and uh, drink on. on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.